I radio OUM roaming across your mind. Assalamualaikum. Good morning. Thank you so much for keeping me in company right here on I radio OUM. This segment right now is actually English for written communication and you're tuned into me Jihani. Okay. Now in today's installment of English for written communication, I thought I'm going to be sharing with you about challenges in written communication. Now, the previous segment, yeah, we've explored the idea of communication itself. We've explored oral communication we've also explored a little bit on written communication okay so now let's take a look at some of the challenges in written communication i'm sure you have faced these challenges yourself okay and you've come around and you've found ways to come around or uh, to to actually help you with these challenges okay so if you have you know your own views or maybe your ideas and overcoming these challenges in written communication why don't you share them with us okay we're all about sharing you can share it via our feedback form which is available on our website iradio.oum.edu.my you can also uh, share them via our facebook page yes just search for iradio.oum on facebook like us and send us your thoughts on our wall and all that okay but in the meantime okay let's take a look at challenges in written communication now some people uh, might be intimidated by writing okay and there are also times when writing is perceived uh, you know as as a, a scary way to communicate because of the confusion that might you know that might occur maybe people misconstrue what you write maybe people do not consider the tone you're writing you know things like that but writing is still uh, perceived as the best way to communicate and to get your message across and some people consider written communication to be more concrete and solid okay because there's less room for errors and mistakes when compared with say other forms of communication like oral communication for instance okay so it's very very important for us to know the challenges in written communication and for us to know how to overcome these challenges okay and for that you need to stay tuned to iradio oum right now i'm going to take a small break don't go anywhere keep me company right here on iradio oum roaming across your mind I'm roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for tuning in to English for or for uh, written communication. Sorry. Yes, we have a lots and lots of courses right here in Open University Malaysia, and even more segments um, offered. Or rather, shared via iRadio OUM, and the segment right now is English for written communication. Okay, now today's topic is basically taking a look at the challenges that we face in written communication. Yes, it sounds. The thing is, written communication sounds uh, to be something that is very well prepared. Okay, right? I mean, if you were to write something, say. 
for example a letter of course you're going to prepare very well you're going to know what you want to talk about you're going to know who's the person you're addressing the letter to you know the tone of the letter if it's to your friend then you know you know you can you can get away with all the inside jokes or maybe certain words will not be misconstrued as uh, rude or something like that but still even with all this preparedness yeah you can still face problems or challenges in written communication i'm sure you've faced it before okay and one of these challenges comes in the form of technology yes even technology can be our enemy in written communication now the thing is Nowadays, you know, with word processors such as uh, Microsoft Word or even like Google Document, you know, and all that, uh, um, there's actually spell checkers, okay, that actually aids you uh, in terms of spelling, grammar, punctuation, etc. Now, of course, uh, this means y- the writing of memos, reports, uh, uh, reports, letters, and proposals. This will be made. Easy or easier with these tools. However, the thing is, these tools are not foolproof. Okay, yes, there are spell checkers. Yes, there are grammar checkers, punctuation checkers, and all that. But it still requires your attention. So the thing is, when it requires your attention, you need to know what you're paying attention to. So you have to have the knowledge in these areas as well. So. The thing is, you know, um, knowing how to write and knowing all the spellings and grammars and all that. Sometimes even that does not mean you can deliver the uh, information uh, safely or smoothly to the person you intend to receive the information. So even new technologies, although it helps us in many different ways, can still be a bane when it comes to communication. What do you think? Do you think uh, technology helps us more rather than drags us down or challenges us in terms of written communication? Well, you can share with me your ideas, your views. You can email me at iradio at oum.edu.my. In the meantime, let me take a small break. I'll come back with more after the break. Don't go anywhere. Keep me company right here on iradio oum, roaming across your mind. Across your mind. Thank you so much for still tuning in to iRadio OEM. You're tuned into me, DJ Hanim, in today's installment of English for Written Communication. Today, we're taking a look at the challenges faced in English uh, when it comes to written communication, not in English per se. Yeah. Now, another challenge, and I'm sure you face this as well when it comes to written communication, is when others fail to respond now others here meaning people receiving the message yeah now in order to get your message conveyed effectively you have to understand what your message is who you're sending it to and most importantly how it will be perceived yes a little bit of a mind reading but i, I promise you this is not you know some some psychological tricks or whatever but how it will be perceived is basically how the person will will process the information will will think of this the words you use and all that now you also have to be able to carefully consider 
consider the circumstances or scenario surrounding your communication. You know, like the situation, the context, the culture, and whether the piece of information or piece of communication is formal or informal. Now, sometimes people may not respond to your communication. Yeah, sometimes it's due to their own uh, insecurities. For example, they have poor writing skills or maybe language deficiencies. Okay, sometimes there's too much information that you, the information that you sent. Okay, maybe perhaps it's a letter. There's too much information to actually process and to perhaps too many questions to answer. And this this person is not sure which to focus and all that. Okay, now another um, reason why people may not respond is perhaps uh, there's too many grammatical errors and mistakes. They don't know what you're trying to say because there are too many errors and all that. And also another reason why they might not respond is due to barriers between the sender as well as the receiver. Sometimes it's cultural barriers, okay? Perhaps you're sending it to a... You're a male and then you're sending it to a female from a culture where the females cannot... You know, things like that. And Or maybe it's the reverse. You are a female who are sending a, a letter or a memo to a male from a culture where the female does not initiate uh, communication things like that you know cultural differences it's it's very funny okay and it's very diverse uh, another barrier between the sender and receiver sometimes is the status okay uh, maybe the person who asks this information is of a lower rank uh, in terms of the job title and all that so the the receiver will not respond and things like that okay now another uh, reason why people may not respond to your communication is perhaps uh, the wrong choice of delivery channel. Maybe, you know, you should have uh, meet this person face-to-face. Instead, you choose written communication. Also, uh, past experiences may also be a, a, a reason why people does not respond. Okay, do you have your own experience? I mean, uh, this person is perhaps... You know, perhaps was rude for you, uh, to you, uh, a while back, and then this person is asking you for a favor, for instance, okay, and you choose to ignore this person because, of course, this person has, you know, you have bad experiences, past experiences with this person, and last but not least, okay, and now a reason why people may not respond uh, to your communication is because the document is not structured. It's messy or it's not laid out well, okay? And it's something that is hard to digest and process and we don't want that to happen. So that's why people don't respond, okay? So now what I want you to do is to think of reasons, maybe a possible reasons or possible factors why people have failed to respond to your written communication in the past. I'm sure you've come across this uh, dilemma or this problem, okay? You, you send a letter and then this person does not respond or maybe you faxed a memo and this person does not respond, okay? So... Maybe you can share this with us on iRadio OUM or maybe you can share this with uh, among your friends, among your friends in discussion, okay? And perhaps maybe there's uh, an actual reason that you found out later and how you overcame this particular problem, okay? So while you ponder upon that um, um, activity, okay, let me take a small break first. I'll come back with more after the break. Don't go anywhere. Keep me company still right here on iRadio OUM, roaming across your mind. Radio OUM roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for still tuning in to Radio OUM in today's installment of English for Written 
communication okay now we're taking a look at the challenges faced in written communication now of course we're on to the third challenge yeah which is asking the right question now if a channel of communication is blocked or perhaps has come to a standstill then you have perhaps to step uh, to, to stop for a moment to pause for a moment and reevaluate the situation you have to find out where things are going wrong or where things have gone wrong now one way to start doing this is by posing yourselves these questions yeah where did it go wrong why was the message not understood or perhaps why is the message misinterpreted by the misinterpreted by the receiver and then perhaps is it the timing that is the problem is the timing bad uh, did i use the right the right channel to deliver the message and are there many errors or mistakes in the document itself did i make these mistakes yeah that is causing this communication standstill now when you are able to answer these questions uh, then you probably have a better idea on where the communication had gone wrong so in order to make it easy for others to understand your communication and respond accordingly then you should make sure that when your communication yeah in your communication you need to have uh, a clear indication yeah of your purpose and accurate and objective information perhaps if you need you, you need to use appropriate headings and subheadings you know you div- divide the information accordingly to these headings uh and then of course you know when you divide the the information into different headings and all that make sure that this information is ordered accordingly yeah a suitable order uh maybe it's uh you want to or you know you want to sequence it according to time sensitiveness you know this needs to be done first this needs to be done second you need to prioritize this or maybe you need to um uh you know order it or sequence it according to the person and all that okay now another uh consideration that you have to be uh, you have to make is uh that the information has to be concise and precise so whatever instructions that you have you need to answer these questions so on and so forth so it has to be concise and precise okay now and last but certainly not least you need to spell out clearly what is the desired action sometimes you write oodles and oodles of letters yeah such a long letter and then you know and that's it you don't tell this person whether or not you want this person to follow up on your request or maybe you want this person to keep this and file it you know keep in view and maybe you want this person to um you know people will it will be open for assumption okay and of course you don't want people to assume things you want people to do exactly the things that you want them to do in order for the communication to be an effective one so these are the things that you have to consider when it comes to uh, written communication now let me ask you this have you ever faced um email communication problems well email is also a form of written communication now i'm going to share with you some um well some ideas some thoughts when it comes to email communication how to communicate effectively in emails after the break so don't go anywhere stick into our radio o u m keep me company sorry for party rocking
at Radio OUM roaming across your mind. Thank you so much for tuning in to the final minutes of English for written communication right here on iRadio OUM. Okay. Now, like I promised earlier, I'm going to share with you some, uh, well, well, some, some things to consider when it comes to email communication, another form of written communication. Of course, email is an extremely for popular form of communication, you know, in both business and personal communication landscapes but it can also often lead to major problems if the underlying tone of the email message is misinterpreted at one end yeah if the parties involved are in different emotional states of mind even the slightest disagreement through email can quickly spiral out of control and then of course it will lead to full blown argument and the email communication breakdown occurs because you know Let's face it, you know, we are not all poets. We're not all authors, okay? Now, seasoned poets, you know, they can clearly, um, you know, express uh, in brilliant emotions in their writing. But the thing is, when it comes to people like you and me, our email communicator, uh, our email communication, you know, intention and all that, you know, emotions or whatever, sometimes it gets lost in translation. Now, as soon as, you know, email writers start to use email as uh, a way to characterize their emotion, yeah, that, that should normally or would normally be um, delivered through physical body language then the message could be misinterpreted or misunderstood by the reader because of course the emotional tone is not something that is easy to express in writing okay so how can we solve this problem well there are actually not a one size fits all kind of solution okay but there are four points or four considerations that you can Keep in view when you are writing an email. Okay, the first is be clear, be brief. Write short email messages with a crystal clear point. Okay, don't write long-winded, confusing paragraphs that leave room for misinterpretation. Okay, now another point to remember is to proofread. Edit, edit, edit. Okay, now proofread your message multiple times. Now, say the email is something that deals with a, a touchy or sensitive subject matter. Then maybe you can have a friend who is not part of the problem or whatever to read it over as well. So what happens here is that you'll have that extra perspective on how well it will be received by the intended recipient. And don't just ask your friend to read and then when the friend comments and it's ah you know lah you don't know the story lah no I don't want to listen to you listen okay because you uh, this other friend this third party friend who is tr- helping you proofread it actually he or she can actually you know gives input as to how the reader the receiver will process the information okay now another point another uh, consideration is to wait okay now first you write the email you be clear you be brief and then you proofread it and then instead of just hitting the send button immediately sit on it for a while okay maybe you can uh, do something else first and then take a look at it again 
Now, if your emotions perhaps are still, uh, if this is a touchy subject, perhaps yeah, if you're still like angry and you write the email, then perhaps you know, uh, when you give some time, when if this is the situation, if you give time, if you focus on other things, and then you come back, then maybe you can see things more objectively. Okay, and last but certainly not least, okay. When it comes to email communication, to solve the email communication problem, the most of often overlooked, the most obvious but often overlooked solution is to just pick up the phone. Okay, if this is an option, pick up the phone. Now, while email can be a convenient communication channel, now certain discussions it has to be handled perhaps over the phone or even better in person. Okay. Then, of course, if you notice that the situation is starting to deteriorate, yeah, don't send another email. It's time to pick up the phone or arrange for a face-to-face meeting. So, these are some of the things that you need to consider when it comes to email communication, especially when emotions are, you know, flying high or whatever, rage and all that. So, we don't want that to happen. We want the communication to occur as smoothly as effectively as possible. And with that, we've come to the end of today's installment of yes, you got it right English for written communication with me DJ Hanya okay now stay tuned to our radio OEM more interesting segments are up ahead